Welcome to the Life in Podcast. A safe space where we have fun and honest conversations about our experiences and thoughts as young girls trying to find our way through this thing called life. Join us, Janet Wasinda and Ugo Iduma as we take on real issues and learn together. Well, guys, let's get into the episode. Hello and welcome to the Life in Podcast. In today's episode, we'll be talking about forgiveness, why and how to forgive. It's going to be a fun episode, but quite revealing of each other. Stay tuned to the very end. Hello and welcome to the Life in Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about forgiveness, like Hugo said, and um, it's part of our daily expectations as as um, even religious people that we forgive i think it's a commandment for us to forgive so we'll talk about our forgiveness journeys <laughs> the most difficult ones the easier ones yeah all around forgiveness so go would you like to start with uh, a very difficult situation that you found yourself that you were reviewing or thinking about the need to forgive or not to forgive somebody? I don't know. Without really like giving out much details, I think one of the hardest situations where I had to face like forgiving someone was probably maybe um in between 300 to 400 level and I think the person had already done what the person did and had you know kind of dragged my name in like dragged my name in the mud and and I was still I was I think for me that was a hard place to be mainly because it wasn't like this is it wasn't like this is the first time you're hurting me it was like this is a repeated action of hurt and this particular one then just broke the straw for me and kind of broke my heart because um what you did to me hurts me but then again I'm angry at myself because I still have love for you and and it's paining me that I still care for you wow. um, in as much as you hurt me and I'm hating myself for that wow. okay okay for me naturally it takes a lot to offend me and you know gets me to that place of anger and you know to the complex case of unforgiveness I think I'm naturally I just I tolerate people I give people benefit of doubt and my best method is preventing well i think one of the times where someone really offended me that i didn't even notice the impacts until you know i was talking about it too much was while i was in school too and this didn't happen in the school setting it was my you know the fellowship i attended during my undergraduate days you know i i visited this this family and you know i don't want to tell full details however um a, a church leader someone that's supposed to be like a mentor guide you know said something about me behind my back and it sounded so funny because all of this were wrong and initially i felt like the person did not even know me i didn't even know that this person was actually watching and observing and had her own um judgment about me so it it made me feel discomfort with you know outgoing with the church family then and it made me really really draw back that i could remember not even participating in anything again i did not join any i didn't serve in any group now i'm not saying that people should not serve because of others but i'm just saying i'm just sharing my experience so it made me feel a certain kind of way that uh, was not really welcoming us 
you know, the church of God supposed to be. So it, it hurts me so much. <laughs> it hurts me so much. And I realized it when I was still talking about it till I finished school. If anybody had a, gave me a listening ear, I was talking about it. Well, I had to call myself to order and, you know, let's go off that uh, bitterness that it was gradually becoming and helped me to be able to see this person better than I used to before. I think unforgiveness mainly is it's almost like how how could you have betrayed me like this? I don't I don't even know if it's more so on the act of what the person does. Yeah. But for me is the big things don't really matter to me, it's the small things that matter to me. And sometimes with the small things, I I'm, when I really, really inspect it. I don't even think it's the fact that you did what you did. I think it's the fact that I trusted you and yeah. care for you yeah. and you did what you did and you hurt me the way you hurt me. And you're even, sometimes, the fact that you're even unapologetic about yeah. it yeah. is more heavy for me. And I'm like, how dare you? And then you carry it on for years. And then the thing about it too sometimes is because time really goes by, you really then think I've forgotten about it. Yeah. And I've, for- I've forgotten about it. Um, but you haven't really forgiven the situation because um something could come up or you know the person could walk up to you or just something that just triggers it and you know like you just said like you're still talking about it but you're still talking about it in the intensity yes that you were talking about <laughs> it when it first happened exactly and you don't catch yourself and you're just like but i've forgotten this thing i'm but supposed really, to have really inspected the roots truly truly yeah. If so truly that has become an indicator for me you know to show that i have not let go of something when i continue uh you know okay you can actually tell a story later on but not feel the anger but when i'm telling it i'm trying to explain it i'm trying to give unnecessary background so that the person that is listening will understand you know gets why i'm so pained you know <laughs> Well, I had to like, I I had to call myself back to order. I think for this particular event, it was during my final dinner in school. One of uh, the person in charge of students ministry was saying, ah, Janet, it was when I was going through the, the documents and I found out that you did not serve in any, any section of the church, you know, and it's done on me like, Oh my goodness, because of this thing now, I missed the opportunity to be able to to give my time and energy towards, you know, you get the point. But I have learned to not allow, no matter how difficult it is, you know, not allow myself to, because the person doesn't even realize it. That's even the issue. I think my kids, the person doesn't even know that I was angry. So it's just me that is hot in there. But then why do you think it's so hard to give forgiveness? Okay, just like you mentioned, I feel like for people that we know, I think that place of trust that was broken. Because if you look at it, if somebody else did that same thing to you, you wouldn't have been as mad as you you were, you know? And I think mm-hmm. the place of um, betrayal of trust, it causes mm-hmm. the hurt, you know? And mm-hmm. yeah the because you blindly trust this person without thinking twice about it yeah so i feel like why why forgiveness is hard is one the broken trust and secondly again some things are unredeemable maybe it's a loss of a property or a person you know some of those things that sorry cannot really mend (laughs) so if 
if if you broke something or you know something material for example and it's damaged or so no matter how much you say sorry it might not really replace that stuff you get so it's the sorry is even more annoying at those kind of times <laughs> Yeah, I feel intrinsically it's really really hard for human beings to forgive. Like when I mean forgive, it's not necessarily oh I forgot what happened, mm. um, but then the way the betrayal hurts me, or the way the abandonment hurts me, or um the way you leaving me hurts me, no longer hurts me as much as it did the first time. It's no yeah. longer there, but. I remember what you do, you did to me, or you 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 do, but I don't hold it that much. I think it's mainly it boils down to the nature of man, yeah. and I feel like human beings are wicked, and we yeah. desperately <laughs> live in a in a broken yeah. world, broken people, and in as much as it's broken people, I'm part of those broken people, and it's hard for me to sometimes see the person that hurts me know that you hurt me and you that you're looking at me you know that you hurt me me, but still be able to be there for you like there's just something inside of me that just wants to get a truck and jam you just it's just a natural instinct Um, and I think it's so hard to forgive just just because it's in our nature to just want to do back or want to be wicked back or to slap you back or just to just do unto you what you've done unto me. But probably so even worse. So that you feel the I don't even want you to feel the hurt. I want you to feel worse than how I feel. Wow. And <laughs> I'm not like jealous that you're like, oh my God, nothing gets to me. Little things get like, I, I just easily, I'm petty. Yeah. I am petty. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> I, I really I, I don't know it really takes so much for for you to get to me and I think another for me again uh, one of the things that I feel like makes it hard is knowing you have expectations so mm-hmm. uh, I will make reference to the, my the case that I shared as well you know when you are expecting that this is like a hub where there's supposed to be love there's supposed mm-hmm. to be kindness there's supposed to mm-hmm. be drawing clothes it's supposed to be a safe space you yeah. get so that expectation is there and if it's if it's broken you feel so disappointed you know yeah is this yeah. the person it's I'm like... supposed to go and talk to and now yeah okay let me even even yeah. see see what happened like you know they gave me a lift and then she was telling another person that she gave me a lift so that i wouldn't uh, uh one of those young men from church wouldn't carry me and go to their house you know that impression that this this university girl is likely mm-hmm. to to flirt can you imagine mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and for, for my experience at that time i feel like my ability to interact with people did not sit well with others i don't know it was it's a kind of a mm. conservative environment you know i came with my oh how are you my name is Jenna. how do you do i'll bring out my hand to shake you i didn't know that i was i was greeting people's boyfriends and people's yes. <laughs> and Uncles it is and I, good and it didn't really sit well with some but because i met amazing people don't get me wrong but you know for some it was like where did you come with such audacity as opposed to just no no and truly it came from a very pure the purest form of so those kind yeah. of gestures I now is mr maybe thinking oh this girl now she's trying to flirt so are you kidding mm-hmm. me? It made me really draw yeah. back. It made me really. Yeah. I think. I think why is also too hard. 
is because I'm really like initially I'm coming from a place of pure love yes. and almost like ignorance to what it is. Um, and then it's like okay when, when you think of a case of now like um your partner cheating on you like yeah. I give you all my love in its purest form mm. and then you disrespect me by um being with someone else while still still being with me or in my own case where it's almost like I take you as the friend and I actually confide in you and then I tell you what I want to do then you mm. go ahead to steal my day like it genuinely comes from like I purely did this and gave you all my love and this is what i get in return for the love i've given to you i get shit back i, get, I literally get put back <laughs> from you and it that's that's just why it, it hurts so much that mm. i would do that like I, i'm just walking around being myself yeah being myself and then trusting you with myself and then you do that to me I that, that, that's that's I have a question for you now you know mm-hmm. because this conversation has come up between me and my friends at some point and then a friend told me about you know having that expectation from people he said you know naturally people are, are not as kind as maybe I am or we are you get and they don't come up with that uh, love initially so now as part of a preventive mechanism now do you think that okay we should give people we should have like not so much expectation and give like half half love i don't know <laughs> am i supposed to not come go into a space with expectations i don't know do you get my question i think when you've been betrayed so much or hurt so much you then almost want to move that way where you can't you don't want to give you know all your love to something or to yeah. someone just because you don't want to be hurt the way you were hurt before and um, but it's dangerous i feel Mm. because um there's sometimes i'm almost like i would never call you i would never help you like because of this thing you did to me never in as much as intrinsically i am wicked intrinsically yeah. too i am a loving person yeah. and it's in me to actually love yeah. so when i'm not able to then fully give like love the way i'm meant to give love i'm almost constipated outside physically constipated but i'm carrying grudges around and i'm yeah. carrying anger like i'm almost angry and also too afraid because i'm angry at myself for not being able to love because that other person hurt me so much that i'm then you know holding back from it but at the same time too i'm, I'm afraid that if i love you as much or even more than i loved the other person or was kind to the other person then i get hurt Mm. and it's almost like a tension with um who you're meant to be and who you are right now because who you're meant to be is love and who you are right now is a hard person and Mm. a guarded person so you always feel that pull you would always feel, feel that tension and i think because someone hurts you that doesn't mean every other person will hurt you and you have to bear that in mind and i don't know in life it's almost like you try it's almost like i'm trying like i will give my love i will try to give you know my love and i know i keep saying it like my love but i just try to give myself the way i i feel in my nature that is who i am and if you then go ahead to betray me that's okay yeah. But then cause you because you betray me or hurt me, it shouldn't stop me from not giving the next person exactly. 
my love <laughs> and i shouldn't deprive the next person of that opportunity to get to know me. you know that some, there's a way somebody will, will betray you when you want to even when other people want to be friends with you you're very difficult exactly. to get. that's that's not even you being difficult that's you just protecting your heart mm-hmm. but then they don't just know sure i think end up being alone i think that um when no matter how much somebody hurts us we and we now build that wall we are not just preventing amazing people from coming into our lives or doing you know exacting the purpose for which they were sent we also deprive Mm -hmm. ourselves from you know experiencing people to their fullness so i I, I was sharing with somebody, I said, I don't want to go to a place where I have to be worried about locking my bag. It's stressful carrying carrying keys around, you know, maybe when you go for camps and all this yeah. stuff. It's it's stressful. You are, you are out there, you're worried, oh, did I lock this bag? Because you're scared that somebody is going to break in. You know, I, I love a, an environment where, you know, everyone looks out for another you get the point you know you don't you don't restrict you don't you're not overly careful you understand and then you are not restricting yourself from experiencing people it's just like how people don't you know talking to just strangers on the way (laughs) the most interesting conversation i've had is by just i've met people randomly in a bus that are And the boss in the salon, not everybody, but sometimes you just feel drawn to have a conversation and all. Well, you know, I've met amazing people on at different, different occasions. And if you were too uptight and you you are not being yourself, maybe you are naturally the outgoing type, and you're now trying to make yourself an introvert by fire by force, you'll be sad. You hmm. really not you really not be happy. With this now said, how do you then like how do you forgive? What is it that you do that helps you forgive? And it's not like the one of like I forgive you, but you know, things will just rise up and you now yeah. see that I'm not really <laughs> How do you like forgive forgive like for real for real okay. i'm good with you. okay uh, i learned i had to learn this to have conversation with the person now it depends on what the situation is there are some that uh, you have to look at who the person is the person's ability to comprehend the offense that you are even saying the end because the person might not even understand what you are saying so but if the person is very matured you know that this person is able to uh, evaluate stuff you could have a very very civil conversation oh hi you said this and this is how it made me feel and truly i was sad about this this is what that has cost me and if the person wants to explain or apologize whatever okay so the first thing i'll say is talk have a conversation but it totally depends on the person there are people i'm telling you it's not worth going to even stir up something that <laughs> mm. will cause you more pain than good so um yeah. so the first co- first thing to do of course after praying to god to help you you know is to have that conversation and i think that majority of the times i had conversations i was able to understand maybe the context to which the person was trying to you know the con what the person actually meant by what they said or by their action and you know we come to that place of okay i'm sorry or oh i'm not sorry okay no, there's never been a case of i'm not sorry there's always the i am sorry <laughs> angle so i feel like the first go-to approach is have a conversation if the person is worth it truly okay 
Yeah. Okay. I think for me, because I, I never had the opportunity to have the conversation mainly just because this person had sold a lie and then to keep the lie going, you the person is not talking to me, the person is like directly avoiding me. Even when I come to you and I'm like, oh, almost like I'm good with you. How are you? You're almost like hmm. carrying face for me just so wow. that you can keep the lie. How then do you, for this situation now, how then do you then forgive this person because this person isn't doesn't even want to talk to you and it was really really difficult for me like i said like mm-hmm. i think it was like okay you've hurt me but then now i'm hating myself for still wanting to be um still wanting to be good with you like not be close friends again with you but yeah. be okay with it's you evil. and but then you're making it hard for me to get there and it for me in those kind of cases there's nothing there's nothing to talk about there's only the only thing to talk about is to talk about it with god Mm. and to pray about it because i remember i remember that day so vividly because it was bugging me and i just went um to like the hod ground is like where um people in covenant like do pray and everything and i was i was literally heartbroken and grieved and i was crying to god and i'm like i want to feel this way like i don't want to walk in the room and have to keep a mock face with you i don't want to carry this heaviness towards this person take this thing i feel away from me like i don't want to feel this it's uncomfortable for me i want to walk freely into this class in the presence of this person and see what i wanted with you and be okay yeah and literally it takes the grace of god and i think with with that i didn't even know i had prayed that prayer uh, and I had cried that day. I cry every time I pray, but I, I had made that prayer and I had cried that day. And slowly but surely, mm. I truly had forgiven the person. And it showed in, the person then called me like, after we graduated, oh, I need help with this and that. And I was like, okay, 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 okay sure, sure, sure. I got you. There, 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 yeah. there, there, there. Here, here is what to do, to do, um, to do this, that, and that, that. Yeah. And I was truly okay to after you've hurt me, be able to give you help. So I knew I had truly, truly let go. I haven't forgotten it, but I think me not even forgetting it is just so that it guides me in my relationship with the person. Just so that it it doesn't prevent me from loving the person, but I'm not going to give myself the way I gave it before. Um, But then what I'm just saying is how, how I truly forgive is true prayer because like i said intrinsically it's hard for me as a human being because i'm a broken person and i actually live with my fellow broken people so it's easy for me to just um hate on you and really hate on you but then the thing about forgiveness is it does more for me than it does for you ever will ever do for you because it gives me freedom again it brings me to who i truly am again and who i am who i truly am again is the person that loves and loves well so i then have to go in a place of prayer the thing about it is that sometimes you truly truly even after all the long conversations with the person, you cannot bring yourself to forgive. And it shows too with, you know, 
and married couples now like maybe one of them steps out of their marriage and you know they've spoken about it and they're going for therapy and yes. it's so hard for you to let go like it's been years this person did this and has never done it before but you keep bringing it up and bringing it up it's only prayer it's only prayer <laughs> and then the thing about it is um i think with prayer i think human beings think prayer is something big and granular and um the only thing you have to bring to god are big things i have to bring to you about the fact that i'm you know i want ten thousand souls in the kingdom of god so i pray for all these souls or oh lord these are my needs look at father i'm unemployed oh father i need children but am i you think the condition of your heart isn't something that god wants to heal and people no longer want to pray honest prayers like there's a way i'll be praying but then one thing is bothering me like it's bugging me and it's everywhere in my focus but it's not on my lips to god but i'm praying yeah yeah, there's prayer point though but then this thing that is bugging me is bugging me but then it's not on my lips to my father and that's my god is god to me and his lord and his father and his friend and this is someone that is so eager to comfort me this is somebody that's so eager to help me so i should never feel this is something small it's not something small as long as it's in my mind and it's bugging me there was time like this i was holding grudge against my friend because my friend was refusing to tell me her problems you can imagine <laughs> it's her problem but i'm angry that i'm not telling yeah, her angry that she doesn't exactly yeah and i would journal this thing in my notebook like for two months i'll be journaling heavenly father can you imagine how audacity not to tell me this yeah and it really took me at the point i'm just like i'm so mad at this person but like why haven't i told god and you know as i was journaling and i was telling god about it and telling god about it my heart was slowly but surely being um comforted and um, instructed and soft yes exactly and at the same time too god then gave me that opportunity because it was almost something unspoken between us because i'm holding a grudge against you because you're not telling me your problems you can see the stupidity in it um but um god then gave me the opportunity to actually what i was writing down to him to the person and we're able to speak through it um but what i'm saying is even the smallest things that you feel are irrelevant i think because it's in your mind and because these things are being heavy on you that is why you should always always bring it to prayer and just say it the way it is not don't don't make it systematic or anything but this person hurts me and I feel grieved. I can't believe this person no longer is in my life. I can't believe this person betrayed me this way. Help me heal my heart. I literally am falling apart. And this is weighing heavy on me. Could yeah. you help? Could you bring comfort to me? And it's something as simple. And I think people these days forget that Jesus wants us to be childlike. And that's children's prayers are so simple and almost nonsensical but then they are honest and they are open and they are vulnerable and those are the kind of prayers the father wants prayers that are honest prayers that are real for him to actually 
doing those kind of prayers allows him and gives him permission to actually go into areas in your heart that are heavy and literally fill them up with oil and water and mend it fully so yeah. me personally i'll just say for you pray honest prayers about it to really help you you know i just want to quickly share a trick i use for you know preventing um uh, um, my friends have always told me that I am misdiplomatic, but it has helped me. I think it's one of my biggest tricks about, you know, relating well with people, especially short term. You know, maybe you just get into a space, you know, maybe classroom. You want to have a good classroom relationship where you can actually talk to people, you know, get talked to before you leave that space. You know, you know that kind of space where just one or two people can actually the friendship can extend beyond that. One of the ways, you know, to prevent situations that I won't get to, to that space of unforgiveness is, you know, I've have that um, emotional intelligence to be able to avoid triggers. Now, maybe you are in a place that is sensitive to talks about um, certain topics. So even if you have to, you know, the way and manner you'll be able to express it would reduce the rate at which you would be, you know, responded to in a way that would even offend you and lead to hurt that might even cause you to um to start harboring unforgiveness. So, you know, and the, even if you are obviously, even if you are doing the right things, right? You just need to have like wisdom, prevent, prevent as much as possible. I think conflicts are very, very preventable conflict are very very preventable there's some certain kind of conversation if you are speaking it for somebody you are speaking grammar the person might not really need to grasp it and if it is a very important conversation you need to have you need to be able to you know bring it loud no agitations you know gradually communicate what you want to do so i think the bottom line is uh, for us to be able we have to interact with people we have to interact with people, whether we like it or yes, because we are social beings and God has put us in this world to interact. But um, there's just so much you can do to be able to prevent being offended. But that little that you need to do, just do it. And everybody's going to be fine. Hmm. Okay, so bottom line is um, we need to interact with people whether we like it or yes, <laughs> but yeah. um, it's for you to be able to have the, the discernment to be able to understand who to talk about what, and then, and also manage your expectations from people so that you would prevent avenues and um, situations that would likely get you offended, you know, because just pre we cannot take away those things 100% some people will hurt you without even thinking about it but you have to yes or unknowingly but so you have the capacity to just manage it as much as possible but also not uh, restricting yourself from having a full experience with people places or experience or whatever the situation might be so prevention is also a trick that could work Mm. I don't know if it's negative to expect I don't know if it's negative to expect people to hurt you but like um, I think it's okay maybe it's negative, or yeah, it's I, negative. I, I think it's negative I think yeah. it's negative 
But then I think it's okay to actually know and understand that I live with fellow broken people. Exactly. So they are going to actually, um, they're actually going to be acting like broken people. But then in as much as they do that, um, my response to them isn't, my response to them isn't to shut myself or to move them away or to um throw them out you know with these things too you have to also to apply discernment too because somebody cannot repeatedly repeatedly you know with me yeah I was saying, you need to know when to repeatedly move. Hurt when me. To <laughs> yeah you need to actually know when to leave when to go but uh even if you've left and you've gone don't have it a situation where it's almost like um, the person is asking for your help or the person is around you that you're not able to like help the person or mm-hmm. you know just be he he ha ha like crack a joke a bit with the person jigger like there's a way somebody will hurt the pe- people now that's <laughs> they'll just be like <laughs> oh god if i ever <laughs> if i ever be friends yes. with you call me a bastard after all is said and done you shouldn't be that person that then hold the grudge and you're just like never i'm never going to be nice or i'm never going to be nice to you just because of what what you've done to me i think um it's okay to just say um like i as i said i live in a broken world with fellow broken people and i'm also too broken but then i'm going to love you and love you truly by the grace of the holy ghost and yeah and to round up i think uh ultimately it's the lord that gives us the ability to forgive because uh our our conversation might sound very easier said than done i mean people have been hurt deeply you know they've lost things that are not able to be redeemed but it is god that gives you that um ability (laughs) to to let go and let him have his way so if you enjoyed this conversation would like you to share with us a story uh, of a time where you've had it almost impossible to forgive your journey to to forgiving and then how you actually overcame the spirit of bitterness and all those things that are attached to unforgiveness itself you can send us an email at uh, lifeinpodcast at gmail.com or on our Instagram and Facebook handles at the Life in Podcast. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye, everyone.